You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 601. The whole sort of general mishmash. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. We are a week late and a dollar short, but uh, we're we're back again. You know, we had the whole big 600 show extravaganza where we did really nothing special at all when you think about it. Complete, it completely wore us out there, didn't it? It did. That was a long show. Though, you know, to be fair, we did do that little skit at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. skit. Little, just a little skit. So, um, you know, I, li- I listened to it back, guy. Yeah. And I think I understood it less than the first time we did it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then it was a, it was a successful show then. Oh, all right. I, yeah. Cool. Cool. If, cool. I, if we come, you know, unlike the Mac Geek Gab, where they say that you will learn at least three new things listening to the G Men on the MyMac.com podcast, you will probably actually, forget. Yes, yes, that's Three right. Things. <laughs> We're the anti-learning podcast. That's right. That's us. Ah, uh, but you know, we still have we have a Guy good time. Gaz, Go and Gaz, the podcast that makes you wish you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, st- I, I, who was it? Was that um, Alistair that was saying each show is better than the next? <laughs> yes, yeah. Th- that Never just that still word. cracks me up. That still cracks me up. <laughs> So, well, we didn't do a show last week because uh, both of us were were very, very busy and I had a really weird weekend. But before I go into that, I want to find out and the listeners want to know, why is it you weren't available to do a show? Um, I can't remember. Why wasn't I available to do a show last week? I don't know. I can't remember what I did last weekend. But I know I, I was busy. I'm sure. I'm sure it was vitally important. Oh, it was vitally important. Yeah, absolutely. I was. Um, I, I, actually, I know. I was down at my brother-in-law's. That's why. Yes. yes ah, okay. Yeah, we, were, we were we were scatting around, and we had uh, big games going on, and there was there was all sorts of stuff going on. To be honest with you, yeah, so it's, sort of it's a, a sort of a general mishmash then. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yes, all sort of a general mishmash, yes. I like the way you brought the title in there, Guy, it's very clever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and for me also at the moment, it's all about the end of season, the rugby season, because I've been, uh, <laughs> this weekend and, and during the week, I've been sat up my Mac. I always like doing that, you know, Yeah. Uh, for quite a Good. long time. Somebody past. should make a website called that. <laughs> They should, 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 somebody, somebody should have a podcast. <laughs> somebody should have a podcast or my back. Um, <laughs> but um, it's, it's, I've been sat in front of my Mac for quite a long time in the past couple of weeks, really, because it's all a bit of a combination of using numbers and Excel and pages and Word because it's the end of the season. Right. And I have to do the accounts and write up the report. So, uh, 
Yeah, and I've also been out and about because it's end of season uh, league and cup rugby games um, and some dinners. I went to a dinner um, in Christ College in Cambridge this week, a rugby referees dinner in a very, very nice room. Very nice dinner it was too. Um, and then we went to uh, the seaside because I was refereeing at North Walsham. So my wife was very happy because I took her to the, the, the referees dinner, <laughs> which was night, ladies night. No, so it was, ladies. It, it, was a, it was a rugby curry? A rugby curry? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Very. See, I, I don't get that. I, I you know, I, I've heard that we we have a very good friend, Carl Madden, who mm-hmm. really, really needs to get back to doing the Mac and Forth podcast. But anyway, That's, you know, on, he talks about going out with his friends to a curry, and the yeah. the first time I heard that, it, that's like an English thing. You say that to yeah, somebody but, in the United States, they have no idea. What it is you're talking well, if about. You, so, so if you go to somebody just generally in the U.S. and you said, uh, uh, she'll go out for a curry, they, they wouldn't know what you meant. No, they would not have a clue. Oh, right. Okay. Well, you say that to anybody in the U.K. and they'll know exactly what you mean. Exactly. It's like saying football to somebody in the U.K. They, they, they're yeah, not going to know that, that you're talking about the, the proper use of the word football. Where, of course, you're talking about like the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens, you know, those kinds of teams. Don't upset me. Okay. Okay. I know it's early in the show. I've, I've got to behave myself. Um, now, what I, what I need to know is why was your son in Ireland? Oh, uh, well, I, and it's funny you should say that. Um, <laughs> I know it's funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on the crew team. Which is for people that don't know what crew is, it's it's a, a rowing sport uh, at the college that he's going what? to. What crew crewing can be fun on any sort of uh, vessel? Well, but I'm talking about in terms so, of college sports. Uh, okay, okay, okay. In America, so, in, yeah, in America, God only knows what they call it in Uzbekistan or something, you know. But here in the United States. <laughs> You know, when you say crew, you're talking about you're talking about rowing and rowing sports. So he's a senior this year in college. So we're almost done with one, almost done with one. And um, because he's a senior, these will be like the last chances that we have to see him uh, on the team. And um, he had one. Now, as you're listening to the like today is Sunday, the 18th, 17th. Whatever, whatever the date is today. Uh, what is I, it? Well, let, let me let me look at the date that I have here it's in the, the show notes. It's, I can tell you, it's the seventeenth. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Tell every tell everybody the date <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Why, why don't you do that? The date in the show notes is Frithwen Sander Day, Apsep Decfebs thirty eighth, twenty sixteen, ish. I actually put that out as a tweet, and that got some attention. But anyway. Um, he had an event in Dublin, Virginia, which is like in the, the southwestern part of Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Yeah, no, yeah, Virginia. Not, but when we not, went to it and we met up. <laughs> no, no, not over there in Ireland. Uh, when we went to it, and uh, people from Ireland probably won't find this funny, but I was laughing. Um, he, because it was in Dublin, Virginia, he and the rest of his teammates kept talking about drinking Guinness and eating potatoes. Okay, so, you know, it was funny to me at the time. It's not necessarily funny to somebody from Ireland. (sighs) 
yeah. <laughs> but any we we get down and originally it was supposed to be on that Saturday. But the weather right. for that Saturday was supposed to be like a high in the the upper 30s winds wind gusts of over 40 miles an hour and snow, which is not the kind of conditions that you want when you're on a river with very little on and you're rowing. It's just not a good time. So they changed the date from Saturday to the next day on Sunday. But I had already taken time off from work for that Friday. So that gets, it's like a, a five-hour drive to get there. So we go down on Friday and we get to the hotel and we get checked in and all the rest of that. And uh, I had gone downstairs and had gone outside to have a cigarette. And this cat came up to me, this like tabby cat. Now, you, yep. if you remember, um, a couple of months ago, my son Peter, because he, one of his friends got a cat that he couldn't take care of, we ended up bringing that cat, Jelly, into the house. So we Jelly have cat. Je- Jelly Cat. So we have Jelly the cat, and we have Shadow, our 12-year-old girl who you know we've had for forever. And so here's this other tabby cat down in Dublin, Virginia. Real nice, real friendly. And I'm petting her and she's being all happy. And then somebody walked into the hotel. And as soon as the doors opened to the hotel, cat went running into the lobby, got up on the sofa and laid down like she owned the place. So I was like, well, I don't know how the hotel people are going to take that. So I walk in and I said, you know, there's a, there's a cat here on your sofa. And, and the woman behind the counter, Co- Colleen, I don't know if she's going to listen to this, looked and saw the cat. She's like, oh yeah, that cat's been here for like three or four days. There's like no, but there's no houses around this hotel. So they have no idea where this cat came from. You know, the only thing we can think of is somebody just dropped her off and don't even get me started on that rant. And who's going to pay the bill? What for the cat? Yeah. They just dropped her off and not left a credit card or anything. Nothing, nothing at all. Shame on those people. But I'm, I am a cat person and you know, and I, I knew that the weather was going to be bad the next day. So I I got my wife to come down and see the cat and convinced her that we need to bring this cat home, that there's no one here that can take care of the cat. So the hotel was nice enough not to charge us to have the cat in our room because they were supposed to charge you like an extra $20 a day. And we were going to be there for two nights. So we bring the cat up to the room. I make an emergency trip out to Walmart, which was like the only store within driving distance because Dublin, Virginia, not a whole lot going on. It's, it's really a very, a very small community. So I go and I get a litter box and I get a food dish and I get some food and, you know, I mean all the typical cat things that you need to get. And we bring the cat into the room. Uh, the next day, my wife and I tried to go out and about to see like Blacksburg, Virginia, which is where Virginia Tech is and, and a few other, a few of the other sites that are in that area, but it was so cold and so windy. We really didn't get too far before we were like, turn it around and say, oh, okay, I think we've seen enough. Let's go back to the nice warm car. So, and then Sunday of course was the, the crew event. Well, yeah, after the, the race crew day. event, yeah, race day. So once the crew event was over and we were going to be headed back home to you know, just South of DC, we went back to the hotel, we got the cat and I had bought like this cheap cardboard carrier because we, we didn't know how the cat was going to react to being in the car. 
Yeah. But we, we got the cat in the car and we had, you know, food and water and the litter box all set up for her in the car and all the rest of that. And when we first got on the road, now I'm doing 70 miles an hour down uh, the interstate or up the interstate, actually. And when we first left, the cat was kind of freaking out, you know, kept trying to either get in my lap or get down to where my feet are, which is not a good thing to have happen when you're trying to drive a car at 70 miles an hour. But eventually she calmed down and she just kind of laid on the the center console next to uh, Tracy and myself. And for the most part, slept the entire five-hour drive back to D.C. <clears throat> and so we get her back up here. And the very next day, this is now uh, last Monday, I take her to the vets because we didn't want her mixing with our cats if she had some kind of you know communicative, com- communicative disease. I'll, I'll get that word out. I think that's the right word. So the, the vet gives her a clean, a pretty much a clean bill of health. She'd already been spayed, which was good. And we brought her back into the house. Well, now this cat is like thoroughly hacked off with me because I have taken it from where she'd been for three or four days around that hotel when the people there were feeding her to a five-hour car drive. And then I put her in a box and took her to the vets who gave her a bunch of shots and then put her in the car again. And brought her back to the house for so for like the first couple of days after we got we got back. Anytime I came near that cat, she was like, "Get away from me! You're going to do something terrible to me." But she's starting to calm down. Um, Jelly, the other tabby, wants to play and make friends, and uh, we've named the cat the new cat Kismet because it was kind of fated that we were going to get her. Well, Kismet doesn't want to have anything to do with jelly whatsoever and has made this known to jelly in in various sundry ways, including hissing, yowling and trying to hit her with her paw. And so far, you know, I think we've determined that jelly isn't the brightest cat in the world because she keeps, (laughs) she keeps coming back trying to make friends and Kismet's like, God, what is wrong with you? Just leave me the hell alone. Ah, anyway. So, and what happened this weekend? Cause uh, we, I wasn't sure what day we were actually going to record the podcast. Are we still talking about the cat now? Uh, no, this is, this is this weekend. Now we're done talking about the cat <laughs> yesterday. A guy had another event. That, I was hoping that he was going to call the cat something which was related to an Apple product, but Oh no, Oh no, not ah. at all. We're just talking about sort the of. damn cat. Sort of it is. Steve Jobs sort of was Steve Jobs was a Buddhist, and we've named the cat Kismet. Ah, no, oh, that doesn't that doesn't yeah. really work at all, no, does it? Not really. Uh, okay, that's all right. Anyway, cat's name is this Kismet. Weekend. This weekend, so yesterday <laughs> we get now, up look, early. Can I? Can I? Can I? For the listeners, just um, change that story a little bit. Sure. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm pretend, listeners, pretend I'm Guy. And here's that story. <laughs> uh, Gaz, we, we, we went to a hotel, found a cat, brought it home, and now we've got a new cat called Kismet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would have been so much easier. That's <laughs> still you know, short, concise, gets all the facts right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <sighs> Okay, so, you know, I do have a tendency to ramble on, just a little. (laughs) 
so yesterday was another event for Guy. And it's about this time it was only about three hours away in Philadelphia. So we drive to Philadelphia. Not another cat. No, well, I was actually, yeah, I was going to kind of make a joke and say we found another cat, but no, <laughs> no, because we're at this point with three cats. I think we're only two cats away from me being Enough considered the cats. A, for the a crazy cats. cat person. <laughs> anyway, so we go to Philadelphia and uh, I put, we, I, or, I had my wife park in the wrong place and it ended up, it was like two miles away to the event. We get to the event walking and we realize we're in the wrong place and where the car is, it most likely will be towed. So I had to walk all the way back, get the car and park it someplace else. But um, Tim actually texted me while I was uh, on my, on my walk and, and moving the car asking if I wanted the podcast yesterday. And I was like, well, I'm kind of in Philadelphia and I can't do it. And the only reason why that's pertinent is if you listen to the latest tech fan. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, then that whole thing where he was talking about, you know, and me tweeting him right afterwards while he and David, because I didn't know they were doing a podcast together at the time. That whole thing was going on while I was moving this car in Philadelphia. Not for finding him. Yeah, where we didn't get another cat. Should we go over to the website before, <laughs> before I go out and get a rope? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, do you want to? You take the first one because I'm. I've got to wake myself up. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, it wasn't that bad. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, I'll do it. Um, so. Over to the MyMac.com website, Mac Alley USB keyboard and mouse combo. This is a review by Bert Clanchard. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. A full-size 103-key keyboard plus an optical mouse for $30. That's not only a good deal, but it's a good product as well. We've used Mac Alley keyboards for more than a decade a white Macaulay Ice keyboard remains Mrs. Reviewer's favorite. Go over to the website and read a little bit more from Kurt's review of the Macaulay USB keyboard and mouse combo. And next up is Fantastical for the Mac. This is a review by Rick Rodriguez. Why in the world would you want another cat? No, why in the world would you want anything other than the Mac's built-in calendar? It does a pretty good job, right? Hold on. Fantastical can shake your world up. At least that's what Flexibit says they can do with Fantastical 2 for the Mac. Go on over and read Nick Rodriguez's review at mymac.com, y'all. MyMac.com Spotlight on Greg Scown, co-founder of Smile, by Rim Tobertson. Every week here at MyMac, we will spotlight a company developer or a person that supports Apple users. And this week, we turn our attention to Greg Scown, co-founder of Smile. Probably worth a listen, actually. Yeah. Well, they got some great stuff there at Smile. Uh, yeah. Next up go, is... Go, 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 go over and take a look. And yeah. A listen and whatever you can do. <laughs> meow, meow. Next up <laughs> is ProSoft Engineering's Data Rescue <laughs> 1. <laughs> this is a review. Ah. Oh, God, I need a drink now. Oh, mm. So does probably most <laughs> of our listeners. <laughs> this is a review by Hobbert 
Razel rig. We've all been there. You know, you've made the mistake of, yeah, really, of accidentally deleting files that you desperately needed. And even though you were running time, a time machine backup and offsite backup solution, you still couldn't recover the files you thought you lost. That's where the good people at ProSoft Engineering comes in. ProSoft has been creating data recovery solutions since 2002. ProSoft's latest product, Data Rescue One, is unique to the marketplace because it combines their fantastic data recovery software with with two a well, hold on with a cool looking bootable hard drive. The drive comes in several capacities. And to learn more about this and read the review, go on over to my Mac. Tech Fan Two Fifty Heroes. Now, yeah, woo, woo, woo. Now, apparently, Tim had a bit of a go at Apple because yeah. he wasn't able uh, to play Star Wars. It turns out Tim is at fault for Star Wars not working <laughs> on his computer, not Apple. <laughs> so there. <laughs> also, Sony released the PS4 Remote Play app for Mac. Tim follows David's lead and starts using uBlock. Hmm. Bogus surveys and Superman versus Batman is reviewed. And if you want to know anything or nothing about that film, there's a spoiler alert. So please don't listen to it. And yeah. they, they make it quite clear when they're going to talk about it. So if you don't want any spoilers, um, yeah, that was last week's show. So you may have already heard it, but if not, be warned. Yep. Uh, next up is... Audio Technica's 18 <laughs> you, always, you always get these, don't you? <laughs> I know, I, and I hate it. I, I hate the, that companies do this. Uh, the AT-LP60BK-BT turntable. This is a review by Wedewick Frells. He definitely did not think he would ever review a Bluetooth turntable. But after seeing the release list from CES by Audio-Technica with their wireless turntable, he knew he wanted to review it. This is the product name here. Wireless turntable, and it is almost identical to the other product turntable unit he reviewed earlier with the exception of color. The wireless product description and model number here is black and also comes in blue and white. Go on over to the website and see all of those wonderful, wonderful product names there at mymac.com. Saranac takes on Guy, hey. iOS desktop. <laughs> Time for it to happen by Saranac. Saranac has some thoughts of his own on the mat on the matter, and so he dis and so decided that he would put them down and see what you all make of them. He points out that Guy's original title is at the least missing the word two and it possibly was. a question mark. Yeah. Rather than write a uh, rather than write will you let me finish? Sorry. Rather than write a complete article discussing it from his own point of view he thought it was more relevant to put forward his thoughts on particular comments from guy's piece go over and uh, see what on earth is going on yeah we well we talked about a lot of that last week too yeah 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 uh, uh next up is no, no, the no, no can i can i correct you there sure. not last week the week uh, two yeah two weeks ago the last show the last okay show i'll give you that i'll give you that <laughs> The Axel, now see, this is better. Axel Sport Ear M-4. Okay, see, that, that, that's, a good, that's a good name. I don't know if the product's any good, but let's find out. 
the electronic hearing protection earmuffs. First look and listen by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. Well, then you shouldn't have wrote it, Sam. That's what I say. Some people like decibels. The more, the merrier. But eventually, we learn that loud sounds lead to hearing impairment. Did, did you get that, Gaz? Yeah. Hearing impairment. Yep. <laughs> Which is why Axel's Sport Ear M-4 head muffs yep. can come in handy. <laughs> the heavy-duty ear cups are well-padded. What? <laughs> the heavy-duty... <laughs> Uh, where where am I? The heavy duty ear cups, <laughs> I'm so confused, are well padded and connected to a. T- shouldn't that be taunt? Taunt or taut? I don't know. Taut headband that's taut. also soft. Taut? Yes. I thought taut it would be. Means it, yeah, yeah taut well, isn't that taunt also? No, no, taunt. <laughs> Taunt's when you taunt someone, isn't it? T A U N T. Come on, guy, get a grip. Oh. Okay, well, the Axel Sport Ear F-4 head muffs have volume knobs with, <laughs> with tactile ridges on each side of the ear cups that make it possible to control the amount of sound that comes through. All, I can, all I can see now is me with my hands up to my ears, twiddling knobs. <laughs> Kind of like those those like long cone like things that they used to use a long time ago. That that this is like the electronic version of that, you know. With and and the men holding it, they're like, "What? What did you say? Get off oh. my lawn!" Anyway, my math. Read it there. Zeal Sound HD dash three hundred in here in here in ear what? headphones. This is, this is a user report by Nom Gima Ross. This is Nom Gimo. What's the message? This is the message. Zeal Sound's new HDE-300 in-ear noise isolating genuine wood headphones with microphone are the best value in-ear monitors in here. I keep saying here. What? Monitors you can purchase. Get that cat off your head. Sound yeah. reproduction is exceptionally clear and accurate across the audio spectrum, including a smooth and powerful bass that supports both traditional fidelity and current ultra-bass recordings. Passive external noise isolation is impressive. Without needing to jam these earbuds into your skull or crank up the volume to death-defying levels, go over to the website and read a little bit more about the Zeal Sound HD 300. And apparently they'll save your life, you know, <laughs> from having to jam them into your skull or, or crank what? up the volume to death-defying levels. <laughs> What? What'd you say? Is it your turn? Is it my turn? MyMac.com Spotlight. Oh, good friend. Sean King, host, executive producer of Your Mac Life by Rim Tobertson. Now, you see, I don't have that. Do you have that? What? Have what? What? Oh. The, uh, yes, Tim. Yes, Tim. Yeah, that was it. Each week, about. <laughs> each week here in MyMac, we spotlight a company developer that supports Apple users. And this week, we turn our attention to Sean King, host executive producer of Your Back Life. 
And that was done by Tim. Yes, Tim. Exactly. Lort Power Dash 6.6 Automobile 3-Port USB Charger. Mini review by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. He just hates everything that he writes. The the Lort or Lout, let's call it Lout. I prefer Lout. The Lout Power Dash 6.6 is a 3-port USB charger that plugs into a car's 12-volt accessory lighter receptacle to charge or revive cell phones, tablets, and other iOS devices. Because of its 6.6-amp output, far stronger than many other portable power devices, it recharges the batteries in mobile devices quickly and effortlessly. As soon as the charger is plugged in, a blue light appears to indicate that charging is activated. There are hundreds of similar chargers available with prices starting at $2, but many of them lack the quality build that's evident in the sturdy feel of the Power Dash 6.6. Go over to the website and have a read because that sounds like it's worthy of a purchase. Yeah, I, I've got something similar to that. <laughs> but it only has it only has two ports. It doesn't have three. And I swear this is the last one, the very last one that we have that we have well that we have this week. It's the my new boy, that cut off really abruptly. The my new iPhone SE on track phone. Another personal experience. Oh, hold on. By ooh, Mavid A. Mac Macklem, is that yeah? That'll work. You said Avid, Mavid, didn't you? Yeah, Mavid A. Daclum. Daclum, yes, Mavid A. Daclum. <laughs> Back in December 2014. Oh shakes! Head. I know, I know. Oh, oh, really? Are you shaking your head? No. You sure? Hit it. Oh, no, not, not yet. Uh, since back in 2000 or back in 20. Uh, <laughs> back in December of, tw- of, tw- of 2014, my new iPhone SE on track phone. No, I'm not going to do that. David wrote about his personal experience of installing his iPhone 4S on the track phone 3G wireless system. You are welcome to read that article in the MyMac archives later or later. Last month, this is getting tougher and tougher. It really is. Last month, Apple released the new and smaller iPhone SE, and he elected to purchase an unlocked 64 gigabyte model to replace his still functioning but somewhat dated iPhone 4S. Since he has been enjoying the non-contract freedom the track phone system offers, he naturally needed to move his new phone into their system, but this time using 4G LTE. He knows this works well because late last year, he assisted a fellow Tucson Mac user group member to get his iPhone 5C into the track phone 4G LTE, and he's been very satisfied with their service. So go on over to the website and read all of those articles much better than we did. It's so much easier. Just go to the website. It's great. It's a good site. I like it. <laughs> and if you'd like to write, <laughs> if you'd like to write for the MyMac.com website, send an email to an email to Nemo at MyMac.com. And um, you could appear not only on the website, but you could appear here too. Although and, I'm not sure that's a good thing. 
Yeah, that's because that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants us to read their stories because we do yeah. it so effortlessly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't put any effort into it. That's right. It's so effortless. <laughs> Take us out. Everyone, please stand by to stand by. And the G-Men, we will be right back, whether you kind of want us to or not. To video games, well, check out one of the many club podcasts here on the Stoplight Network. There's Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam. Whether you love Mario, love Halo, love Crash Bandicoot, or just love some good old fashioned PC gaming, make sure to check out one of the many club podcasts here on the Stoplight Network. These shows are weekly shows where we'll catch up on what we're playing, what uh, new stories are on that platform this week and much, much more, all revolving around the wonderful world of video games. So check out Club Nintendo, Club PlayStation, Club Xbox, and Club Steam right here on the Stoplight Network. Like an 80-year-old man jogging on a nudist beach, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the second section of this week's Mighty MyMac podcast with the G-Men. That's Guy over in good old Washington State. Is that right, Guy? You in no, Washington, Washington State? State is actually on the west coast of the U.S. I'm oh, on the east no, coast. No, guy, Guy's nowhere near Washington State. And He's believe me, they are delighted to know that. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> They're anyway. very upset that I'm going to Macstock in Chicago because that puts me closer to them by like <laughs> 1,200 miles. <laughs> That's just not enough separation. No, it's far too close. Yeah, I mean, you're close enough to me for me to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank God for the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, was, if you was in Europe, I'd have to move to the moon or something. I don't know. <laughs> Now, what's this you put in this week's? Uh, I did, haven't we heard a, a, quite a lot about this recently? What's? But yeah, I must admit we have we haven't really spoken about it, have we? To be honest, uh, well, we we did kind of touch on it when it was a relatively new case. Um, but yeah. a, as far as the initial thrust of the FBI's dealings with Apple, trying to get them to, you know, circumvent their own operating system, this is finally a story this part of it anyway, that is gone and never to be spoken of again until they try again. Uh, basically, the FBI claims that professional hackers, because originally they said that there was some Israeli firm. Uh, they didn't say it, but the rumor was it was an Israeli firm that helped them crack open the, the, the iPhone 5C that apparently was central in their case to prosecute dead terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't send dead terrorists to jail long enough as far as I'm concerned. Uh, in a, <laughs> as it turned out, it was, they, uh, this is what the FBI says anyway, that uh, they, they hired professional hackers to do it. Now, what's, what's kind of more important is they haven't really released 
any of the information that they apparently gleaned from the phone. And the the story that's kind of going around, and it, it, this is probably no surprise to anyone that has been following this story for any length of time, there was nothing important on the phone at all. And I don't think that's a, a shocker to anyone. What do you think? Well, <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head. To be perfectly honest with you, it, it's it. And and let let's be fair. They may not want to put out any of the information that they found. Yeah, if they're after you had been, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not too worried about that. I mean, people seem to be jumping up and down about the fact that they've not released any information that they've received any information from the phone. And, and yeah. You know, that that's you know, you can't have an open book when it comes to investigative work um on ongoing stuff, because there could be some other stuff. And and even if they did find something, or even if they didn't find something, hey, you know, they, they wanted to get into the phone. They got yeah. into the phone, they may or may not have found anything. So, you know, yeah. there, there did seem to be a lot of um shouting about the fact that uh people they didn't well the, it, and yeah. Something to remember, uh, at least as far as U.S. law goes, they're not any—they're not under any obligation to release any of that information. Now, no. if, for example, uh, that information that was gotten from the phone was used to actually prosecute someone, well, that yes. information would have to be made available to the the, the defensive lawyers or the you know defense yep. attorneys for whoever was being prosecuted because they have the right to know all the same information yep. that the prosecution has. That's the way the law works. Um, but in a case where there is no one to prosecute because the, the two people involved uh, are no longer amongst the, uh, the breathing, then, you know, it, it, it's really immaterial what it was that they got from the phone and they're not under any obligation to tell anybody. Uh, but in a slightly related story, and this should sound very familiar to you, Gaz, a top Democratic and Republican lawmakers submit the final draft on a bill to force technology companies to crack the security on their own devices when ordered to by uh, the U.S. courts. And oh, I have a little thing idea. here. Yeah. Boy, doesn't that sound like what was going on in the U.K.? Or I guess it's still going no, on. No, not yeah, it's not. It's not quite the same because they, they're, they're what they're looking for is an open book over here. So, oh, to not even um, go through the courts. <laughs> well, no, it's an open book. Look, you don't have to. Uh, yeah, it's 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 slightly different. It's slightly different. But this is just stupidity on um, governmental parts. Isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, then I have this little thing here saying, proving once and for <laughs> all that uh, term limits should not be restricted to the U.S. executive branch. <laughs> Which is really the only place where term limits on a national level currently apply. I would love to see term limits, but this isn't a political show, so yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get go me started. There. No, I'm not gonna go there. Uh this next one I thought was was kind of funny. Uh, can I can I can I just yeah, jump go ahead. Though? I think of course I think that whole I think that whole thing actually did raise um, a lot of issues and it's you know it's still out there as to how this is going to end up because you know once they basically said um okay we're going to drop this now because i think the fbi were trying to get precedent although that is something which they couldn't really get i mean because this is an individual case it was to right. an individual 
um, lawyer, a lawyer, not lawyer, judge to get uh, you know Apple to do this in this particular in this particular instance. So you know, although there would have been a precedent set, um, you could have said that actually it's not a precedent because it's one off case. However, they were trying to get something out there and and testing. Um, the realms of the capability if they needed it in the future. I think they've now found out that that's not working. It's not going to work. So um, whether or not they did have another method to get into the phone or not is, I think, irrelevant. The whole piece of this was how can we um, push the law and set, set up the process for all this other stuff which is now going on. The problem is what they've done is is pushed all of the other tech companies to get devices and equipment out there which is very diff- very much more more difficult to break than it was before so they've kind of let the 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 cat Meow. out of the bag out <laughs> no, of the bag very good out, <laughs> out of the hotel let it out yeah, out of the hotel, and they've let it out a bit early. So uh, very interesting stuff still going to happen in, in that whole arena, I think. Yeah, and you can rest assured that um, w- when this story comes out again, that, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it here because this is important. All you Intelligently know, all, well, and with all of the correct facts. Yeah, well, I didn't say that. I just said we'd talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this next this next little piece that I've got here kind of cracked me up uh, just because of the way it's been worded. Uh, it says Apple's worldwide market share increases despite actually selling less computers over year over year. Uh, worldwide share for Apple computers jumped to uh, about seven and a half percent, even though they sold about two and a half percent less computers, but only because worldwide. Other PC sales dropped by about an 11, 11.5%. So Apple is selling less, but with more share, and everybody else is even worse off. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I suppose you could almost liken it to saying, you know, when kids used to share sweets out, and they'd go, one for you, one for me, one for me, one for you, one for me, one for me, <laughs> one for you. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But it's in reverse. It's in reverse, you see. So, uh, yeah. God, yeah, isn't, yeah, isn't that I weird? Yeah. I, just, I just like the fact that um, their sales are slowing down less uh, quickly than others. <laughs> there's, you know, there's something about Apple as a company and, you know, the things that they do. I mean, basically, Apple buys Next computers and Next takes over Apple. Okay? Steve Jobs essentially buys Disney or Disney buys uh, Pixar and Pixar takes over Disney. You know, I mean, it's just these, these weird things yeah. that, not that happen. Quite sure that's, I'm not quite sure that's how it happened and quite how, but yeah, I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Generically. Yeah. I think you yeah. might get a bit of pushback on that statement, but hey, well, they can, they can contact us in all the various ways and, and tell me I'm a blithering idiot. So, <laughs> blithering. Blithering. Not just an idiot, but a blithering idiot. Uh, this next one is, is on U.S. government websites. Safari is the number two browser in the world. In first place, not Internet Explorer, but another browser owned by a search company that shall remain unnamed. And if you're really interested <laughs> in finding out who it is, go Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yeah. <laughs> Banana. Um, this is going to be kind of a short segment, but that's okay. But of course, but, but, but of course. Androids do not have fun. Why, you know, why is that? Why can't <laughs> androids have fun? Because we do. Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's what androids should sound like all the time. And they probably could, except we would all be like, huh? What? Huh? <laughs> anyway, get on to this last all right, story. All right. The last story. Yeah, this sounds more like after show than, than anything else. Uh, in the no excrement department, a, sc- <laughs> <laughs> a scammer has started sending texts texts to Apple users to get them to disclose their Apple ID with false links. Security experts. Now, remember, this is security experts agree that this is bad and that users shouldn't click on links sending them to fake websites. (laughs) The story that I pulled this from, that was essentially what it said. (laughs) How long was the story? It was actually much longer than this little bit that I, I kind of, you know, unlike now, when I talk about so, cats, I yeah, condense this say, story uh, yeah, <laughs> down to say, its essence. You, you, you didn't condense the cat story, but you condensed this. Well done. Yeah. There's a lesson there somewhere. Yeah. Well, if you really wanted to condense the cat story, the guy finds cat takes home. Yeah. <laughs> that that could have been the end of that entire the, story. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Right. Shall I take us out? Please. Everybody, I'm doing my proper voice here. Stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. When The Rock is not making movies... Or laying the smackdown on fools. The Rock listens to the Tech Fan Podcast with Tim and David. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? In a world where no one had any idea. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, yeah, every- <laughs> welcome everyone back <laughs> to the third section of the My Cat podcast. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I, I should have named the show something about cats or yeah, you know, you something should. like something about cats. We, we could always do the start of the end in future. The start of the end of the future? <laughs> or the start? We can, we can do the start. After the end, and then put it in the future because it's a podcast, uh, I, so it's like time shifted content. I agree with you. you so do. you know what I'm doing when I'm a, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm gonna guess you're nodding your head. Hit it. I am. Gases <laughs> tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Ow. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure if I've actually given this before or not. Um, if you have two finder windows or more open and you want to combine them, well, you can go to the menu while you're on the finder, uh, go to windows and then merge all the windows. But 
What if you want to combine a couple of those tabs into one Finder window, but they're specific from specific Finder windows, i.e. you want, you've got perhaps three or four open and you want to group some together. The reason I'm saying this is because that's exactly what I wanted to do earlier today. And I thought, hmm. So I grabbed the top level of the uh, the finder window where the tab would be and I found that it turned a darker grey and I dragged it into the finder window where I wanted to combine it so I had the two tabs together and hey presto I dropped it and that's where it ended up superb I like it Me so too. you can just drag you can just drag the named tab into another finder window and it will combine those two together and then you can be very specific about which tabs you combine. Yep. Nods my head. Ooh. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Did you see there? Did you see that spell checker actually in... Um, <laughs> in the tip where I'd written it had gone into another finder winder. Oh no, I didn't see that, but that makes well, sense. I've just I've just changed it into window, but it did it finder winder. Finder like anyway. winder. Well that's mm, that's the beauty of, of Google Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what are you on about? I don't know. There's actually there's another tip that uh, we're going to give, and it's kind of for people that don't listen to tech fan and you really, really should. Uh, a couple of shows ago, David was talking about a uh, ad blocker that works with Chrome. It works with Safari though. Uh, as gas found out, it's much easier to uh, basically extensions on the whole are much easier to deal with in Chrome uh, than they are in Safari. But the name of this blocker is called uBlock. And once you have it installed, the, the really cool thing about this, this blocker is not only does it block this stuff, it gives you like a running count of the ones that it's blocked. And uh, once I had, or once I asked Gaz to install it, the, the website that I always like to use to, to test these kinds of things out is CNN because CNN just has a ton of this crap on it. And I mean, no sooner had he installed it and then went to CNN. How how many did it block? Uh, twenty one. Twenty extra bits. Wow, twenty one trackers and ads that it it blocked just from one website. And I've actually seen ones from other sites that were even higher. So now there um, are there are a few out here. So it is a great tip because I I use Ghostry on on Safari. So there are other blockers out there. Oh, many. Um, just. Just try it and see, folks, because obviously you may find that your web browsing experience becomes a little bit quicker and a little bit more to your liking. Yeah, well, I find I find using uBlock that that website because I I also uh, check out a lot of web comics. You know, we've had a couple of the the artists from these web comics here on the show before, yep. but there's like a ton of these of these web comics that I, I look at on a daily basis. And on a lot of them, now, you know, these are people that generally don't have like a big staff to maintain their website and to make sure everything is nice and clean. They're doing the best that they can at the same time as they're creating these web comics. So what happens when you don't really pay that much attention to what's going on, some of this stuff, especially if they're using like ad services to make a little money, 
can start adding on to, I mean, all of this stuff. And there were some of the web comic, I'm not going to say any names. Some of the web com- comics that I follow would have like 10 to 15 trackers just built right into them. And it's too bad because there are certain sites that I don't mind getting those ads for. If it's going to put a little bit into the, the pockets of the people who are creating the content. But the, the problem is it just gets out of hand really, really quickly. So I find that using using uBlock gets rid of almost all of that stuff that that makes that really slows the web down. And I won't play the that's the end of Gaz's tip song again. Uh, however, I will do this. Yeah, so that's us running away from tips in general. Uh, Gaz, do you have a pick? Oh, oh, you got me. <laughs> yes, I do have a pick, and I have picked this before. But the reason why I'm picking it again today. Uh, has nothing to do with me being lazy. Um, well, maybe a little bit, but because it's currently on sale and I love this game, it's roller coaster tycoon platinum edition by Aspire, 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 something like that. Uh, it's currently 50% off in the Mac app store. So it's selling right now for $4 and 99 cents. And this is a game that lets you not only make like big theme parks, but you can ride the rides that you make. And that's always a lot of fun. It's a really well put together game. And for $4 and 99 cents, you couldn't beat it with a stick. Uh, you may be able to beat the developer with a stick, but not the game. Uh, that's a shame. Cause over here, the roller coaster tycoon three platinum. I don't know if that's the same one. Yeah. That's the same is, one. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately it's still at seven ninety nine, which is, uh, I think the, the usual price. Ah, never mind. Well, just look it up in your window. (laughs) Good. Now, I think I have mentioned this before, um, but one thing I didn't know is it's actually available in the Mac App Store, and that's Machinarium. Now, it's a game. It's a puzzle game. It is £7.99, so that's probably about $10. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a very old game. It's been around for a long time, but it's still, it looks, still looks fairly fresh, I'd say. And it's, uh, it's a mystery game. Uh, go out. It's a classic. If you haven't played it before, um, go and look in the Mac App Store. Uh, type in Machinarium, which is M-A-C-H-I-N-A-R-I-U-M, and... Um, Get download it, play it, and you'll play it for a long time because it uh, it's got you know lots of different levels, and uh, it's worth a look, worth a look. Especially yeah, it's, if you it's like nine ninety nine mystery. It's nine ninety nine. I thought it. I thought it might be. I thought it might. Be. <clears throat> so it's a good, it's a cracking game. Okay, guy. Uh, yeah. Do we have a people's pick? We we do have a people's pick, and we'll be we'll be talking about this in a little more in depth in just a second. Uh, it's from Troy Mueller. Thank you, Troy. It's called Spark Mail App from SparkMailApp.com. And um, when we when we get over to the social stuff, we'll, we'll talk about that just a little bit more. Uh, but before before we, we move on to some other stuff, I also wanted to talk about uh, the Mac Stock Expo for 2016, which is coming up in July. It's July 16th and 17th, which is uh, a weekend in Woodstock, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. This is going to be a great conference. There's going to be lots of wonderful speakers there and me. And, uh, he actually, (laughs) if, (laughs) if the schedule holds true to what he's doing right now, he's got me as the closing speaker on Sunday. Uh, -uh. yeah. 
Yeah, I've been. I don't know if that's good or bad. What do you think? I I I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful, guy. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you get to be last speaker. Way to go. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have a code that you can use to uh, to get some some money off on the the regular purchase price. All you have to do is type in my Mac sent me and that's all one word M Y M A C S E N T M E. And that will get you, I think uh, $20 off or $25 off the, uh, the, the ticket price. And you, seriously, folks, uh, Gaz and I went to this last year. I can't remember. I went to the last seven Mac world expos. I had more fun in a single day at the Mac stock expo in 2015 than I have had usually during an entire Macworld Expo. And it was all mostly comes down to just the wonderful community and the wonderful people that showed up to this. It was so much fun. Yep. Yep. So um, I guess moving on from that, we I think we have a new iTunes review. I wasn't sure. Mm. Okay. So I, I put it in. Um I think this is new word of warning, <laughs> but he gave us five stars. Anyway, this is from truck trekker from, you know who it is from the yep. United kingdom. <clears throat> and he says, have been listening to this podcast for about five years now. And we're so sorry. We really are truck trekker <laughs> and it never <laughs> fails to amuse informative, never too serious. Yeah, that's, that's very true. And a good laugh on that note, a word of warning. Do not listen to whilst, I love that word, whilst, whilst driving as crying from laughing so much means that you can't see or concentrate on the road. Keep up the good work, G-Men, and I'll keep listening. Cheers. Thank you so very, very much, Truck Trekker. We really, really do appreciate that. Um, and, you know, people, iTunes reviews really helps us out. So if you, if you are able to please, please, please do an iTunes review. We don't, I don't think we've really asked it for them that much lately, but that's no, okay. Cause we're nice. We are nice. We are. We're just wonderful people. Um, why don't anyway, you start us off on the social stuff? Okay. We, we won't go into this too much, but um, because you've mentioned the fact that uh, Troy obviously had the, uh, the people's pick, um, which is an app called Smart, sparkmailapp.com. So you can go to sparkmailapp.com. So this is what Troy said. He started to get fed up with the stock iOS mail app on his iPhone and iPad. The main pro- problem was that swipe gesture, which he could try to use to mark an email as spam, but always managed just to delete or archive it. Very pesky. So he Googled for an alternative and found Spark at sparkmailapp.com and decided to give it a go. Uh, he's been l- using it now for about a month, uh, probably a little bit, bit longer now, and he still likes it better than Apps Mail App. The gestures are easier to use without doing the wrong thing and they're customizable. Uh, in case it feels more natural to swipe one way rather than the other for certain actions. In fact, a lot of Spark is customizable, though he always tends to keep the defaults unless he has a specific need. Do you want to take the next bit? Sure. Um, There's a smart inbox that categorizes your emails in section, which makes it easier on the eye to pick the emails most important to you. 
Uh, there's also a great snooze feature, which lets you hide an email for a certain duration, and it'll pop back up in your smart inbox in a more timely manner. There are oh, also like that. Ah, that is that would be handy. There's also auto replies, which makes it really quick to give stock replies to received emails. And then he talks about a couple of drawbacks. Why don't you grab those? Okay, so mail updating appears to be on demand, i.e. fetch rather than push. This only means that there is a small delay when you open Spark. Uh, honestly, uh, I would so, prefer that. I kind of prefer yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there isn't the Spark app for the Mac, although it looks like the makers have this in development. So they're, you know, pretty pretty small drawbacks, to be honest with you. He goes on to say there are only a few free apps he's come across that having used them make him feel he would actually pay for them. Spark is one of those apps. He wouldn't be surprised at all if Apple didn't borrow some of these features at some point in the future. He likes it. He likes it a lot. And that was from Troy Ski. And I responded to him saying, I might have to give it a go, which I haven't done yet, Troy, but I, I've still got it on mind to to give it a go. Do you want to take Alistair? Sure. Alistair Jenks says, uh, you should try just being an old fart like me and don't use gestures because you never think to. I think about every six months, I remember that there's a faster way to do something and try it out and it sticks. Last year, sorry, (laughs) last year he figured out he could pause iTunes on his Mac using the F8 key on his keyboard, which you could also do with just your space bar, Alistair, though. Uh, you know, if you like F8, F8, yeah, that's fine. But you can do you use your, uh, your space bar as well. Now he does it all the time. I generally don't have a problem with the standard iOS mail app, but the OS X1 Wells spin my nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, Troy then jumped back in in response to Alistair, and then Guy jumped in with some points about uh, pop accounts. Uh, Apple with iCloud Mail should be able to tell every single account going through iCloud, and you made one or two other mentions there. Uh, and then Troy again jumped back in. So really, people, this is a, a key great conversation. Uh, pointer. To get a great conversation. Get over to the G plus stuff and uh, and interact. Now, guy, did yeah. you know we have had two new lickers on Facebook since our last uh, mention? What? Yes, at, I know. At so this rate, thank- we'll be up to one hundred and sixty six. <laughs> Careful. Uh, <laughs> so, thank you to Francisco Cruz and Earl Tim. Although I've got a. Feeling that might be Mr. Robertson. Oh, who's I that? could be wrong. Uh, Earl Tim. Oh, Tim. If you go and re- yeah, go go and have a look, and you'll see. Anyway, we're up to 165 now on Facebook, so that's great. Um, apparently, there was lots of interest in uh, Kismet, the cat. And guy says thank you to everyone who asked, and thank you. I agree here. Thanks to everyone who wished us well for our 600th podcast. It's very much appreciated. Yep, yep. And we we have we have a blast doing this show. So it it's nice that all of you appreciate it as well. Uh if you would like to find me just about well just about anywhere, uh you can find you can send me an email to guy at mymac.com. You can find me on an email from guy. That's right. Well, it's an email to guy. But, you know, say... Uh, all right, well, all right, all right, all right. You say tomato, I say tomato. Uh, nice I, I'm also, also on the Twitters, and my my Twitter handle is MacParrot. Wait, hold on, hold on, I screwed up. Yeah, exactly. 
You can you can also contact Fearless Leader Folks, Tim. We've got a lot of delay, but it's not that big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna stumble through this. Feedback at mymac.com goes to Tim. Uh, we have a Skype number, which please please give it a call sometime. <laughs> it's wow, what happened there? It's uh, plus one outside of the United States seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Or apparently 703-703-436-9501-436-9501. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I am confused, but that happens quite a bit. Gaz, how can I get a hold of you? Ever so easy. Send an email to gaz uh, at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Z. 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 Cars, uh, at That's really loud. You can you turn it down a little bit? I can turn it down a little bit, yeah. How's that? Still loud. Has that gone down? No. Is that gone down? A little bit more. Down? A little okay. bit more. That's a bit more. That's Is it gone down? Yeah, that's much better. Okay. Right. Okay. So I don't know what's <laughs> going on with my soundboard today. Anyway, um, you can co- contact me also on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmas, G A Z M A Z. Zed cars. Um, you can also contact both of us on the Twitters, which yeah. is Guy and Gaz on Twitter. That's G U Y A N D G A Zed. Zed cars. Correct. <laughs> and um, I guess we're, we're, we're near the end here. I, and and uh, I would like to say thank you to all of you once again for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really appreciate it. And we are ever so humbled that you will do so. And, you know, Gaz, I think that we are good enough. I, me, Guy, the cat person, meow, thinks that we're smart enough and cat gone it. People like cats. I've just seen the language. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Yeah, but it's short. I didn't make it really long, at least. This time. For gay, <laughs> Depp, Uleman, for gay, you to kusn, tukis, yucky burr, yuz gurg, to kihe, to kike, epic zodiar, king ring. <laughs> Bosch, Bosch Kishka, Alandi, Borish, Uchun, me. Me, 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 me. Um, now, apparently, that said, just think only either 99 or 149 episodes to go to the next milestone. And. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can reach this and other great podcasts all on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, the Club Podcast, the Let's Talk Podcasts, OWC Radio, the Deeper Look Podcast, and the Mac Gist. <laughs> you did very well. I powered through. So you have to catch me off guard. That that and that's when I start going. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, gold. All right. Why don't you bring us in? Now you do it. Okay. You ready? Yes. Uh, do we have some delay already? I hope not. Let's see. Uh, I'll say I'll say one, then you say one.
One. Two. Wow. A little bit, yeah. I haven't got, I've got no delay my end. Uh, it could be my end. <sighs> Verizon's on strike, and that's who I use. Stupid Verizon workers expecting to be paid decent wages. The hell's wrong with people? <laughs> yeah, right now, this is Verizon's uh, management. <laughs> this this is Verizon's workers. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. He's well, not supposed to. <laughs> well, I mean, and really, if you made a list of all the things that I don't get, you don't get. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be me not yeah. getting things would be like number one on that yeah. list. Yeah. Because there's this whole universe thing going on. I wish I could put this out on the after show. (laughs) No, you can't. I know. I can't. I need a show where I can just ramble and say whatever the hell it is I want to say. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) Let's go with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. (laughs) But it won't won't be on this show. (laughs) Anyway. Because when you get right down to it, this is not our show. This is Tim's show. <laughs> right. And I want to keep it. I want to, I want to keep it in as, at least as good a shape. Well, I was going to say as it was when we got as it. We but, found it. Yeah, as we found yeah, it. Yeah. 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 I think that bus has left the station yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't surprise I mean, there a lot of people that listen to podcasts are the kind of people that are, you know, really looking for, for serious discussions and, you know, want to know, well, what do these guys think about technology? And then, you know, they put on the G men and it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> They're talking about cats. <laughs> Jesus, for a long time. For a really long time. <laughs> and he already had two. Yes. Yeah. There's something wrong with them. There's something seriously wrong with them. No computer is required. Yeah, well, not for cats. <laughs> awesome. God, now I see really now. It's quiet I, in my ear, actually. I can't Why find it. It's really quiet in my ear. Right. Anyway. Oh, I found it. There's okay. something okay. wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, yeah. Curly. <laughs> Shall we get on to the part of the show that we can actually, you know, put out? I can't believe this whole <laughs> yes, section please. was great, um, but we can't. I can't use any of it. No. Let's move on. <sighs> okay. You want me to bring us in? So let's move on. Uh, now, I haven't mentioned this on the show. Have you ever heard of a, of a play called Starland or Starlight Express? Yes, I've heard of Starlight Express. Yes. The the theater club that Peter was part of when he was in high school is doing Starlight Express on roller skates. I was going to say, that's a roller skate thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they have, uh, they've been working really hard in the big theater at the high school and have extended the, um, the, the stage out with these big, huge ramps so that the kids on roller skates... Don't, don't- don't they mimic trains or something? Yeah, all, yeah, all exactly. All different stuff. Is it mainly trains? Yeah, yeah. So you know, instead of doing Oklahoma for the forty millionth time by a high school, you know, th- this guy 
um, Clark is his last name. He has got these kids so fired up with some of the choices that he makes for the plays that they do. And that weekend is the first weekend that that play is going to be available. Ah, you got to go and see it then, don't you? Oh, definitely. You know, even though Peter's not in it, um, just the fact that, that they're doing something like this just makes me want to go and see it. Yeah. So I'm, some of this will be in the after show. If any of you people that live near the Washington, D.C. area, West Potomac High School, and here we go, free plug, is doing Starlight Express on uh, April 30th and May 1st. And let me scoot to the next weekend after that. It's going to be the next weekend after that as well, which is going to be May 7th. And uh, actually, it looks like May 7th is the last day that they're going to do it. So that should be the 6th and the 7th. Friday the 6th, Saturday the 7th, they'll be doing Starlight Express as well as the weekend of, oh, they're starting on the 28th. So April 28th to May 1st for that first weekend, and then the 6th and 7th of the following weekend at West Potomac High School in Alexandria, Virginia. I'll give them a free plug. 